What do you think would be the consequences for our country if this court rules that somebody who egged on an, uh, an insurrection, that it was an insurrection for him to remain in office, remains on the ballot? If they rule that he can stage a coup and then run again, what do you think the consequences of that will be? Well, the consequences will be that, firstly, of course, the voice of the people will be heard and they get to choose their president. And secondly, on the night of election, if or probably when he wins, people will get to watch you and lying chef here cry life on air like the little bitches you are. Yes, 2024 is only two weeks old, and that goes down as the best interview I have seen so far this year. That was Damon Imani talking with Joy Reid on MSNBC and Adam Pedophile Schiff. What an exchange. And when he said it, it was great because they just instantly cut. They cut him off. Zoom connection lost. Listen to this again. This is classic. Calling them out as they are. Joy Reid, the biggest racist, one of the biggest racists, Joy, Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg. Anyway, but she's one of the biggest racists on TV and just gets, you know what, slapped. Listen to this again. What do you think would be the consequences for our country if this court rules that somebody who egged on an, uh, an insurrection that Didn't was an insurrection for him to remain in office? It remains on the ballot. Here if they go. rule that he can stage a coup and then run again, what do you think the consequences of that will be? Well, the consequences will be that, firstly, of course, the voice of the people will be heard and they get to choose their president. And secondly, on the night of election, if or probably when he wins, people will get to watch you and lying chef here cry life on air like the little bitches you are. Damon Imani, at Damon Imani, I-M-A-N-I. Follow him. Awesome. Nice job, Damon. Call him out. They are in panic mode right now. They are losing left and right. Literally, beside Colorado, who Trump's back on the ballot, and Maine, who he's going to be back on the ballot, they're losing left and right. They are running out of options on how to get rid of Trump because they know that Trump is going to win the election if we have an election. So welcome to this episode of the Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. Thank you for joining me this week. We're going to go through another rapid fire. Last week, it seemed to go very well. I had a couple people email me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com and tell me, hey, I like it. Boom, boom, boom. Keep going. Keep going. I like the format, so we're going to keep doing it. We're just going to take some of the biggest news of the week or two and roll with it because there is a lot of news going on that we need to talk about. 
I mean, literally, we're only two weeks into the year, and we've had enough news for, for the year already. And it's only started, and it's only going to get, I can't even say better, it's only going to get worse. But I will be here to cut through all the BS that the media and the Democrats and even the Republicans are giving us and give you an actual insight to what is going on. Why in the world are we going through this? So my first question to you this week is, what in the hell happened with John Fetterman? Did, did This guy has done a complete 180. And you know what? If you want to wear sweatshirts and hoodies... I don't care. You keep speaking the truth, John Fetterman. I mean, literally, he went to a mental institution and came out as a conservative. What does that tell you, ladies and gentlemen? Liberalism liberalism is a mental illness. Listen to this quote. They asked him straight up. What do you think about the border, Mr. Fetterman? There's a crisis at the border, and uh, I don't know how anybody could pretend that there isn't. I mean, at this point, I'm wondering, is was John Fetterman a Republican plant? Just, I don't get it. To go from what you were standing for during the campaign to what you are saying. He's calling out the Democrats on everything right now. Either he was a plant or he went to this mental institution and got his head on correctly. Either way, it's refreshing. I'm actually glad Dr. Oz didn't win because John Fetterman, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is the voice of reason in the Republican Party right now. And he's not even running as a Republican. Or he didn't run as a Republican. He's registered as a Democrat. He's a Democratic senator from from Pennsylvania. And he's the voice of reason. What the hell is going on? This tells me that something is happening in the world today. People are starting to wake up. John Fetterman has just done a complete 180. Nobody saw that coming, especially the Democrats. It's refreshing. It's refreshing to have somebody with some type of, I don't even want to call it power, because they really don't have power because we are employing them. But literally, they are the ones that are making laws. And this, is, this guy is speaking truth. It's crazy. Never in a million years did I would did I ever think that John Fetterman would be the one, the one true voice of reason in America today. But he is. It's great to see. Let's see. What else? Oh, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden stormed a subcommittee hearing on him. And when Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to drill him, he just got up and walked out. I mean, Literally, these Republicans are feckless. They have no spine. Arrest that guy. You have enough evidence. You have the photographs. You have the computer hard drive. You have the tax records of this criminal. Arrest him. If that were me, if that were you that did that and just walked out of the hearing, I, I, I don't need to hear this. And... and, and it's just so frustrating. Rather than MTG, and I love MTG, very conservative, very government get out of my life. But listen, her response was, oh, come on, Hunter, come back and talk to me. No, the response should have been, security, stop that man, handcuff him. U.S. Marshals, arrest him. That should have been the response. 
But everybody's like, oh, no, he just got him walked out. What do we do? We'll just let him walk out. But, and, and gosh, there are so many good quotes this week. So he is being interviewed. And listen to what one of these reporters said. You're gonna, I'm going to play it twice because you're going to have to hear it. One guy says, hey, it's not your turn. You talk. And he just talks right over him and asks him one of the greatest questions I've ever heard in my life. Listen to this. Quiet and let me make a statement, okay? What crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? <laughs> what kind of crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Classic. How do you, oh my God, how do you beat that? Well, Damon kind of beat it because it was on live TV. Listen to this again. This guy wants to make a statement. And this reporter's like, no, I want to know what kind of crack he smokes. Listen to this again. Quiet and let me make a statement, okay? And Hunter Biden is just looking down, not even, doesn't even respond. How can you respond? You know you're busted. You know you're, you're caught. You know your time is limited. There is no way. If, trust me, and, and if you don't think there's a two-tiered justice system in this country, you are, you're blind. If this were you or me, we would be in prison. They'd throw away the key. We'd be just like January 6th protesters. But you can't call the people that were at the Capitol protesters because that's what these pro-Hamas, these Antifa BLM members, that's what they were doing in the summer of love. And I, I don't know of any of them that got jail time. Literally, I don't. But I do know... And I've heard of a lot of people that are sitting in jail without their due process just for being at the Capitol on January 6, 2020. This is the police state we live in now. And if you do not think that this police state affects you, keep, keep spouting off about how much you enjoy Trump, how much you just despise and you disagree with the Democrat Party. Keep spouting off about it. And see where that goes. See that you don't have a target on you at that point. I know I have a target on me. Because I am very outspoken. There are numerous times. And, and it's weird because, you know, when I try to post this on Facebook, as I say, I, every week I post shows on Facebook. And I, I'm, I belong to a bunch of different podcasting groups, like 30 or 40 of them that I can post on. And I get a lot, I mean a lot of views or listens from people that go to that page and they see this, oh, that sounds interesting, I'll listen to it. Facebook has been blocking me from doing that lately. And that's why I say, if you see this post, share it. If you see any post from me about a show, share it. Because odds are, Facebook will not let me post it to these other groups that it gets it out. And that's what is going to change the way this country is going, we have got to get our voices out. Listen, I've said it a million times. As conservatives, as Republicans, whatever you want to call yourself, as libertarians, we are kind of gentle by nature. We don't want to rock the boat. We let the Democrats scream and holler and they get their way. That should tell you something. Not that we want to break the law and do so, like the Democrats do, but we can make our voice heard. Look what we did with Bud Light. Look what we did with Target. Look what we did with Ben and Jerry's. We boycotted them. And Bud Light, which was forever the number one beer in America, is down to what? Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, ninth, I think? 
because people are fed up with this democratic DEI, the diversity equality initiative. They're, they're tired of it being shoved down their throat. I don't care that you're a lesbian. I don't care that you're gay. I don't care that you're trans. Don't shove it down my throat. And that's what America is saying to these corporations. I mean, these, these businesses have to know their business model. They have to know who their clientele are. And they don't. Bud Light, because the head of marketing for Bud Light was a raging liberal all about LGBTQ plus XYZ, hashtag Me Too, whatever the hell it is now. She was all over it. So she made the call to put Dylan Mulvaney on cans of Bud Light. No, not, I mean, maybe she knew, maybe she didn't know, but maybe she knew and didn't care because her policies, her beliefs were, were more important than the company's bottom line. And that's where, that's where this country is going wrong is we have a select few, a minority, and trust me, it's a minority of people who think their views are more important than they, lack of a better word, trump yours. They don't care that you don't care that somebody's gay, that somebody's straight, that somebody's in a interracial marriage. We don't want to see it all the time. I mean, look at TV. If you watch TV at any length, you will see at least one gay couple, one interracial couple in a commercial span. I don't want it shoved down my throat. And listen, I'm not opposed to you being gay. I have known many gay people, and they are amazing people for the most part. You get the ones that are so righteous that they just expect you to fawn all over them because they're gay. That's not me. But for the most part, most of the gay community are amazing people. I love them. I have no problem with them. My problem is you're shoving it down my throat. I don't care. I'm not gay. I will never be gay. If you want to promote interracial marriage, and again, I don't care. I just have no desire to have an interracial marriage. And that's not being racist. That's just me. I guess I guess maybe my wife is interracial likes interracial because she is she's a white woman. I am a Greek man. I look Greek. I, I actually I look Arab, but I'm not. Don't don't condemn me. But I don't care. Make your own network, make your own gay network. And you could say it's lifetime. I mean, and just put your commercials on there because that's who's watching it. Are gay and lesbians and trans. They're, they're the ones that are going to relate to the commercials you're putting out. If you put an interracial couple, a gay couple, a trans couple on during the Super Bowl, 90% of the people watching that will not relate to it and don't care and don't want to see it. Instead of these companies trying to be so woke, trying to be so diverse, maybe... Because this, the, the whole point of owning a business and running a business is to make money. I know, I've said it before, I know it's a sin to own a business and to make money. But that's the whole point. And you know, that, that brings up a quote that I can relate to concerning Marxism or communism or socialism. And that is, hate 
the person who has more than you. But why do you hate them? The person that has more than you, the majority of the time, has worked their behind off or sacrificed so much to have more than you. These business owners put their lives, their families' fortunes on the line in order to make a go and make the American dream come true. Why would you hate them for that? Because maybe you didn't have the gumption to do so? Maybe you didn't have the fortitude to make that leap of faith? Why would you hate them for that? And literally, these business owners, what would you be doing if that man, and I know a lot of Democrats out there are not working, but those of you who are, who do you think is making your living? Well, the government can. I understand that. But without that business owner taking the risk, risk, putting their life savings on the line in order to try and make a better life for their family, you wouldn't have a job. You wouldn't be able to f- support your family. Why would you condone them for that? It makes no sense to me. You're biting the hand that feeds you. I am blessed where I work. I run a shop. And every single one of my employees realizes that this regime that is currently running the country is horrible. They just want to be left alone. There are people out there that want more of this. And I will never understand it. I just had a conversation with a guy at work this week that I have a lot of military members that listen to this show, and the majority of them are staunch conservatives, staunch constitutionalists. But I do have some that are just raging liberals, and I cannot for the life of me figure this out. There is a guy I went to school with that is just a, I mean, a bleeding heart liberal, hates Trump, doesn't know why, other than he was told to do so. Can't, I mean, he, he all he does is spout off the Democrat talking points. And when you challenge him, he gets pissed. And of course, he calls you a Nazi, he calls you a white supremacist, he calls you a far-right lunatic, because that's the only thing they can do. When you try and give them facts about the economy, about our energy supply, how we were energy independent, they bring up the Democrat lies. And when you call them out on it, nope, they either just end the conversation or start calling you a Nazi. That's their rebuttal. There is no there is no good debate with these people because they don't have a debate. One day, I mean, history is not going to look, look back on the Democrats and their followers in a good light. It's, they're going to look back and we are going to find out that these Democrats and their followers are no better than the Nazi party in the 1930s and 1940s. It's history repeating itself. The difference is this is America. We know how good America can be. And we have a party that is actively trying to destroy who and what we 
were and what we can be. And the only reason they're doing that is because they want more power and more money. Money equals power. We, as the majority of Americans, and trust me, the majority of Americans side on the fact they're either right on the right side of the aisle or they're central. The majority of people are not left wing. You have a a portion of this country, it's both it's essentially on both coasts in Illinois, that are Democrat. The reason why it seems like more people lean towards the liberal, progressive, socialist ways is because they're the loudest. They scream the loudest. And when you scream the loudest, somebody's just going to say, shut up, I'll give you what you want. And that's a Republicans now. The majority of Republicans have to be voted out of office. Lindsey Graham. Oh, my God, this guy is a train wreck. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Um... Oh, Mitch McConnell. These guys have no idea. They are clueless. These guys need to be taken out of office, and we need new blood. Blood that will that will give us our freedoms back. Our freedoms, every day our freedoms are being lost. And it starts at our border. Every Democrat and every Republican that supports an open border should be removed and arrested for dereliction of duty. This is not how America was founded. And the Democrats keep, and I'm telling you, it's by design now. It's by design. They are trying to enforce everybody. They're trying to instill in everybody's head that we are a democracy. And I said it, what, one or two shows ago. We are not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. But they just want to say it's it's best for the democracy. A democracy means that the government has control. We, the people, have control according to the Constitution. That's why the Democrats hate the Constitution, because it limits their control. And that's how it should be. The government should be limited by its people. If the government oversteps its bounds, the people can say, Whoa, 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 buddy. Back it up. That's how it should be. The Democrats hate that because they want total control. But back to the border. The fact that our border is wide open, again, is a dereliction of duty. We are being told constantly that now, because of the Israel-Gaza war, we are at risk for a terrorist attack. Why? Why would we be at risk? Could it be that we have millions and millions of millions of, I'm not calling them migrants, I'm not calling them asylum seekers because they're not. They're illegal immigrants. And when I say illegal, illegal, breaking the law to get into this country. We have millions of illegal immigrants that have crossed the border illegally. How many of these, how many of these people that have crossed the border have ill will towards us that are terrorists that's why any any day we we can have a terrorist attack and when we do because it's not it's not a matter of if it's when the the blood that is shed is going to be on the democrats in in their lap it's on their hands 
and they will find a way to turn it around and blame Trump and probably climate change. Who knows? But the, uh, the matriarch of the Democrat Party, Nancy Pelosi, had the gall, had the nerve to actually say this in public. Listen to this and tell me how much this makes you want to vomit. Uh, the, the president has put forth over $10 billion to uh, assist at the border. We've mm-hmm. always been for controlling our border, for securing the border. There's never been a question about that. Oh, I have many questions about that, Nancy. You are letting people just walk through. There are directives to the to the Border Patrol officers. Just let them go. You, the Democrat Party... The party that wants the DREAM Act enabled to where, hey, if you're in this country, you're automatically a citizen. That's not how immigration works. My ancestors, I, my wife thankfully got me an Ancestry.com DNA test. And listen, I get it. And everybody at work saw the DNA test. And oh, my God, you actually did that? Oh, my God, Tom, you are the last person I thought that would ever do the DNA I was too, until I realized, you know, with my health issues, I give blood literally every three months. If the government wanted my DNA, they've got it. I I relented, but she got me a DNA test, but she also got me an Ancestry.com membership. And what an eye opener. I mean, I knew I was Greek. I mean, you look at me in... I either look Arab or Greek, and I look Greek. I've got the big nose. I've got the olive skin. I've got the dark hair. When I had hair, I have a beard and a mustache, so I guess that's dark. But going through my ancestry, I have a lot of English. I mean, on my grandmother, on my father's side, her relatives came right from England, went from England to Canada, to Michigan. Why you'd go to Michigan, I don't know, but that's just me. Maybe it was it was in the 1800s, so I'm assuming it was the lumber industry, but I don't know. But I've got Polish and I've got German, so I've got a ton of ancestor, ton of different nationalities, I guess, in me. But the thing is, all of my relatives came here. They didn't cross the border in the middle of the night. They came here, they filed the paperwork, they learned the language, they integrated into our society, they got jobs, our government wasn't supporting them, but now that's just thrown out of the window. Look at what happened in Brooklyn. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe there's not a revolt. People are pissed, but what are they doing about it in Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, James Madison High School, a high school of 2,000 students, was shut down and they had online learning from this point on because they decided, well, we're going to house illegal immigrants here. That is the taxpayers' school. The taxpayers. The taxpayers of Brooklyn pay for that school. They pay for all the utilities. They pay for the upgrades. They pay to keep that school running. And the government in New York, in Brooklyn, officials said, nope, we are going to displace all these students and move these illegals in there. I would be pissed. I would be enraged. Somebody's head is rolling over this.
I mean, at what point do the taxpayers have a say in this? There was no, there was no meeting. There was no school board meeting saying, all right, we need the parents to come to this meeting and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make a vote. We're going to place a vote on whether or not we want these immigrants to come and live in this school and shut down the school and everybody else is on virtual learning. There was none of that. None. They just decided for themselves that this is the best idea because they're a sanctuary city. New York's a sanctuary city. Sorry, not my problem. And, and here's the thing. The surrounding area around that high school voted red, which is Republican by far. Was that by choice? I mean, did, did, the, did the government officials say, we're going to screw this James Madison area? We're going to put illegals in there. We're going to listen. This tells you that they don't give a rat's ass about the students and about the people that live there. I mean, at what point, at what point do we get so fed up with the abuse that we are taking by our government officials that we put into place? At what point do we say enough is enough? I've yet to see it. There is going to be a civil war coming if this does not stop. Right now in Texas, Governor Abbott has said, Eagle Pass, we are taking over. Anybody trying to go into America illegally at Eagle Pass, we are turning around, arresting them, and deporting them. The Biden administration, and and this is how a civil war starts. The Biden administration and the DOJ has filed a lawsuit against that action they are saying no you can't stop them from coming across our border the hell we can't this is america this is a state issue they're coming in over the border of texas texas has a right to defend itself texas has a right to deter people from overwhelming their border And the Department of Justice is saying, nope, you don't. The Washington, the feds have way too much power, and it's time we reel that back in. How does that happen? The easy way, the nonviolent way, maybe, is to elect Trump as president. But I'm going to say this right now. This is January 13th, 2024. We are about less than 11 months from this presidential election. I said it in 2020, and I was right. Never underestimate the Democrats' ability to cheat. They will cheat to win. It's proven. It is proven beyond the shadow of a doubt. And call me an election election denier. Call me whatever you want. The proof is in the pudding. If this was a free and lawful country, the Democrats would not hold power at all. There would be so many Democrat congressmen, congresswomen, politicians, Republican politicians, Mike Pence included, that would be in jail for treason because of what they did in the 2020 election. But because we live in in a society now that is run by a police state, nothing happens. And the media is complicit in it because they sweep everything under the rug.
All right, so with that being said, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back. We'll hear from Whoopi Goldberg and her illustrious brilliance. We're going to talk COVID, Fauci on the Hill. And we're going to finish up with my thoughts on Miami. I'll be right back. You're running bars through your head Cause you've been around, babe You've been around for a while I'm trying to wake myself Cause I know that you're her The girl with the freckled smile I think I've loved you before Cause I don't second guess And I don't question you Hey everybody, it's me, the host of the Paranormal Patriot, Tom Velasquez, and guess what I'm going to ask you to do? Same thing I do every week. Hey, if you have an event, if you have a song, if you have a book, if you have a group, if you have anything you want to promote, all I ask you to do, contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Contact me with a 30-second to one-minute audio clip. I don't care if you just record yourself talking. Hey, this is who I am. This is why I like the show. Hey, this is who I am. This is how I hate the show. I don't care. Just contact me. Theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. I will promote your event, your book, yourself, your music, whatever you've got. I will promote it for free. But all you have to do, you have to do it. I can't do it unless you do it. Contact me at the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com. tells you, I'm going to put you people away. I'm going to take all the journalists, I'm going to take all the gay folks, I'm going to move you all around and disappear you. If that's the country you want, you know who to vote for. If that's not, if that's not the country you want, you have to make a decision. Whoopi Goldberg being the irrational Trump derangement syndrome bitch that she is. This woman is out of control. In four years, Donald Trump ran this country. Did he ever jail journalists? Did he ever round up gay people? No. He has no desire to. He'll call them out for their BS. But this is what, and and listen to the people clapping. Listen to this again. This is ridiculous. The fact that she can go on live TV and say this, isn't that slander? I mean, to me in the normal world, that's slander. Listen again and listen at the end to the, all the people clapping. That tells you who watches The View. Listen to this. I'm going to be on day one. I'm going to be a dictator who says it to you, tells he doesn't you, say I'm going to put you people away. I'm going to take all the journalists. Nope. I'm going to take all the gay folks. I'm going to move you all around and disappear you. If that's the country you want, Here you we know go. who to vote for. Oh, if, that's not, if that's not the country you want, you have to make a decision. Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar, the whole crew on The View, completely deranged. They are complete Trump derangement syndrome. They are bought and paid for by the Democrat Party. Why this show has been on the air for so long? Well, I can tell you why, because who's going to take them off? The Democrats are 
funneling money to them to keep them running because they want to spout their views. And I guarantee you, there's no Trump supporter in that audience. There's none. A, no Trump supporter watches this garbage. But the fact that she can go out there and say that, first off, God bless America. You can say that. But the caveat on that is that's slander. You are calling, you're telling the you're telling the nation that Donald Trump, if he gets into office, is going to round up journalists and round up gay people and disappear them. In other words, she is telling the nation that Donald Trump is going to kill journalists and gay people. Where is your proof, Whoopi Goldberg? Where? Tell me where your proof is. He has done nothing, nothing to show you that he would ever do that. But yet you're going to spout that off on national TV. At, at some point, I am a pure and unadulterated free speech proponent. You can say anything you want within reason. You can't just spout off how you feel and make lies about someone. That's called slander. Maybe this is why The View is being canceled. Because people are tired of this BS. They're tired of Joy Behar. They're tired of Whoopi Goldberg just just piling on Donald Trump, making ridiculous claims like this that are not substantiated in any way, shape, or form. I would expect somebody to call out Whoopi Goldberg, and I've yet to hear it. So let's move on. Um, the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum, well, they're reverting back to... A similar pattern. They are warning of a quote-unquote, I'm, I'm saying that facetiously, of an unknown pathogen that could cause a global pandemic, but they say this time it could be 20 times more deadly than COVID-19. They're calling it disease X or pathogen X. If it's unknown, how do they know it's going to be 20 times more deadly? Here's my question. Do they plan on releasing another pandemic or pathogen for the election season? The public are already conditioned, and mail-in voting would be easy to implement, and all that does is open the door for more voter fraud. Here's my thing. Yes, I truly believe that they are talking. I mean, back in 2019 before the COVID before the COVID pandemic, they were talking about pathogen or disease X. It's already on the books to be released. Just like COVID was released. They know Joe Biden can't win. They know there's no way Joe Biden can can debate Donald Trump on stage. There's no way. Hell, Joe Biden can't even find the stage nor can he walk off of it. They know Donald Trump would mop him across the floor. So there's only two options. They're either going to find a replacement for Joe Biden or they are going to make it so there's no election this year. And is that pathogen or disease X? The World Health Organization knows about this. They've known about this since 2019, just like prior to COVID-19, they knew about COVID-19 because they are part of the implementation of this pathogen. 
Ladies and gentlemen, they found, I, I, I was talking to a coworker who's been looking into this, and they have found in mice that it this, this pathogen or disease X has a 100% mortality rate. If you get it, you are going to die. It goes to your brain. How does it make you feel to know that there are people in this world, unelected bureaucrats, even elected bureaucrats that are out trying to kill you? They are literally trying to kill you and your family. That should disturb you. They tried it with COVID and people didn't buy it. They saw the BS. They saw the lies. They saw that these hospitals and these doctors were getting paid off big time money to promote a COVID hoax. And again, I'm not saying COVID doesn't exist. It does. But it was a human pathogen that was released. It was a, it, it was a weapon of mass destruction. And it was purposely released. And that is what this disease X and this pathogen X is going to be. My issue that I have right now is that we have been so conditioned to not believe the government, to not believe in any pandemic, to not believe in any vaccine, that they may actually release a virus that will kill you if you get it. But we have been so conditioned because of the BS of COVID to not believe a word of it. And when we finally realize that, yep, this is actually the real thing, it's going to be too late. Was that by design? I'm not putting anything past the governments of the world at this point. This, this pandemic, this, this pathogen or disease X is going to give the World Health Organization complete authority on how it is approached. What, what we're going to do. Are they going to lock us down? Are they going to make mass mandates? Are they, gonna, are, they going to, are they going to mandate vaccines for it? And literally, where it used to take multiple years of testing of a vaccine, now they're saying this new mRNA vaccine for this pandemic, pandemic or for the pathogen X or disease X that's not even around yet? The, the the vaccine is going to come out in 100 days. What could possibly go wrong with that? Because, well, let's talk about COVID. Let's talk about the myths that were proven right yet again by the conspiracy theorists about COVID. And, and I want to remind you that those of us who were steadfast and held to our beliefs and did not get the vaccine, and again, I don't want to disparage those of you that did that was your decision. I chose for my family not to get the vaccine, and it's true. And it's proven to be a good decision. Trust me. But we were ostracized. There were there were politicians across the world telling that, saying that those unvaccinated should be rounded up and put into camps or killed or or separated from their families. I mean, it was that bad. But. These 15, I'm going to rattle 15 conspiracy theories about COVID that turned out to be true. And none of you should be surprised because add 15 more conspiracy theories to our docket that were true, that we won on. Again, I don't want to see anybody ridicule anybody that's a quote-unquote conspiracy theorist. I said years ago, I am an unapologetic 
conspiracy theorists because I can read. I can do the research. I can I can wade through the BS that is handed to everybody else. But here they are. The 15 conspiracy theories about COVID that actually turned out to be true. Number 15, repeated COVID shots are proven to weaken the immune system. No. Didn't we say that from the get-go? Didn't we say that this spike protein was a bad thing? That it actually hurt you more than helped you? But no, 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 no. We need to be rounded up. We need to be we need to be killed because we were a dissident. We did not comply. Nor will we comply. Number 14. I am a firm believer in this. I I'm telling you, I did get COVID. I almost died from COVID. And the reason for that is I had no ivermectin with me at the time. And you know why? You know why I got COVID? Because ivermectin works. Peer-reviewed study after peer-reviewed study finds 74% reduction of deaths for those people who had severe COVID. They can't breathe. I was in the hospital. I asked for ivermectin. I asked for hydrochloroquine. They said absolutely not. They gave me remdesivir. After I told them, I do not want remdesivir. I already have a liver issue. It's going to exacerbate that liver issue. They still gave it to me. And my liver has not been the same. And now I am, I'm, I'm hurting now because of it. I cannot recover from this liver issue. And it's all because the hospital got paid a certain amount of money to give COVID patients remdesivir. And, and they ostracized hydrochloroquine. They ostracized. They, they, they had doctors lose their license. They took away the license of doctors that were prescribing ivermectin. Ivermectin works. My wife takes it. Whenever we are in a public setting, especially lately with all the with all the viruses going around and all the sickness, every time we're in a large group, we come home, take a shot of ivermectin. We're good. We went to Punta Cana with a with a group of people. We came home. We took vitamins. We were doing vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C. We were taking everything. Nobody else took anything. They came home, every single one of them had COVID. Guess who didn't? My wife and I. Hmm, funny how that works. Number 13, the unvaccinated were scapegoated for failure of COVID vaccine. I, I, I don't even know where to go with this. I was ostracized. I was told I am I'm an idiot for not taking the COVID vaccine, even even after I had COVID. I can't believe you didn't get the vaccine, Tom. You should be, of all people, you almost died. You should be a proponent of the vaccine. Why? I'm safer now than you are with the vaccine. Number 12, and this is a huge one because I said this from the get-go, and again, I am blessed that when I when I was working in 2020, my business, if I wore a mask, I probably would have been fired. I mean, literally, it was that bad. But they found that mask wearers, the people that wear masks everywhere, 
they have a huge increase of contracting COVID. Why? Because their immune first off, the masks don't work. It's proven that the masks are useless. It's just a visual display of who you support, the Democrats. But secondly, your immune system at that point is nothing. I know people that didn't leave the house. They door-dashed everything. They had their food delivered to them. They had meals delivered to them. They never left the house. And if they did, they wore, they, they wore a mask. These are the people you see driving in a car alone wearing a mask. They're just, they just read or hear what the news is telling them and say, I got to do it. They're so terrified to live life. They're not realizing that by them wearing a mask makes them more susceptible to getting COVID and getting sick. And they can't understand, I had the vaccine. I wore a mask. How did I get COVID? Because you're an idiot. And the big thing, and like I say, when I had COVID and I refused a COVID vaccine afterward and people were all over me, you should be a spokesperson for, for the vaccine, Tom. Why? I knew because I had natural immunity that I was better off. Well, it's been proven that natural immunity has been proven to be seven times more protected, protective than anyone with a vaccine. You want to know why? Because the vaccine, they look for a specific strain of COVID. If that COVID, va- or that COVID virus mutates in any way, shape, or form, the vaccine's like, well, you look kind of suspicious, but well, let's let you in. Come on in. Where... Our immune system that has worked for millennium for, for the, from the onset of the human race will look at that and say, you are too close to somebody or something that is very dangerous to us. We're, you're done. You're gone. We stop it right there. That's how our natural immunity works. We don't differentiate. We don't have blinders on. Our natural immunity looks for anything that looks very suspicious and gets rid of it. Holy cow, I haven't had COVID since. I know people that have had COVID left and right, and all of them are vaccinated. Why? Because it's very, COVID vaccine people, COVID vaccinated people have blinders on. I'm only looking for the Delta strain. Only looking for the Delta strain. Anything else gets by and you get COVID. Again, ivermectin, the drug that was once labeled horse dewormer, is now showing and this is huge, 15 anti-cancer mechanisms of action. Years ago, I did a show pretty much about ivermectin and said it is a miracle drug. And I got so much grief. Tom, you're not a horse. You shouldn't be using that. That can kill you. No, it can't. It is doing nothing but helping people. Because the government did, listen, the reason that ivermectin and hydrochloroquine were ostracized is because the only way they could get this vaccine on the market is if they prove that there's nothing else out there that can combat COVID. So they they ostracized, they ridiculed ivermectin and hydrochloroquine and said it didn't work. It's horrible. It's poison. And therefore, they were allowed to release their own poison, which is the vaccine. This is, this is a sore subject to me. And I'm going to give you a story. I don't know if I've told you this, but 
Hospitals literally murdered COVID patients. The more people that died of COVID at a hospital, the more money the hospital received. So when I was in the hospital with COVID, the doctor came in and said, I've got to take you off from Desivere. It's not working and it's really damaging your liver. We have to put you on a ventilator because I, I literally couldn't breathe. My oxygen saturation percent was in the 70s. I, if I didn't just lay still, if I moved, if I rolled over, I lost my breath. I couldn't move. I couldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom. It was horrible, absolutely horrible. They wanted to put me on a ventilator. And I know what happens when you get put on a ventilator. You just die. The hospitals would get more money if you died on a ventilator with COVID than if you just died in general. So they were pushing to put people on a ventilator. I said no. They brought a tablet in with my wife on it, begging me to go on a ventilator. And I said no. And the doctor's like, do you understand how, how you are going to die? You will suffocate. And I said, okay, I'm not going on a ventilator. I'll take my chances. The next day, the nurse comes in with two bags of it looked like baby poop. It was brown green. And I'm like, what is that? And she said, these are antibodies. These are people that have COVID, have given blood. They've extracted the blood and the antibodies are left over. They gave me two bags of antibodies that day. The next day, my O2 saturation was up in the mid to upper 80s. I was ready to go home. Now, here's the crazy thing. I have a guest of ours, a customer of ours that comes into my place of employment all the time. And we were talking about my COVID, my COVID scenario. And he says, when were you in? And I told him. And he says, Tom, I was in there the same time. Do you remember Big John? And I said, I know exactly who Big John is. Big John was about a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six foot nurse. And he was amazing. He was so cool. He, he, he sympathized with us. He did anything we could, he could do to help us out. And they did the same thing to this guy. They told him, you need to go on a ventilator. And he said, I don't want to do it. Big John came up to him and told him, listen, Keith, I'm going to tell you right now, and this is between you and I, if you go on a ventilator, they're going to put you on a ventilator, they're going to push you in the corner, and they're going to wait for you to die. They're going to collect the money, they're going to put the next person on the ventilator, wait for them to die. That just confirmed that I made the right choice. I did not want to go on a ventilator. I refused it. I, I would have accepted myself dying of COVID, but I would have died on my own. I would have died without a ventilator. I watched my dad pass away while he was on a ventilator. And the nurse is telling me, your dad's gone, as I'm sitting there watching his chest rise and fall as he's breathing. I'm like, he's still breathing. No, the ventilator's breathing for him. His heart has stopped. I did not want that at all. Moving on, it has been found that emails prove that the Biden White House hid the fact that the vaccine was not only harming people, but killing people. They hid the fact that it was doing this 
from the public. How is that not treason? How is that not murder? This is what I'm talking about, people. The government has got way has has received way too much power from us. We need to reel that power back in from them and give it back to us. There is no way in God's green earth our government should be able to know that COVID vaccines are killing people. 17 million is the estimate right now. The vaccine has killed 17 million people. And they hit it. They didn't want you to know. Tell me that that is a government that is looking out for your best interests. The COVID shots, they were not only toxic with the spike protein, the regular mask wearing was also harmful. Again, we went over it just recently, or just a little bit ago. Mask wearing didn't do anything but suppress your immune system. So you got sick when you finally took that mask off, if you ever did. You are now susceptible to anything. I, I just, I don't get it. How people can't see this because nearly one in three COVID vaccine recipients, they suffered neurological side effects that you don't hear about. I have a good friend who is a personal trainer. She is the most fit person I've ever had or ever known. She had to get a COVID vaccine. She got one shot and now has MS, which is a known side effect of the COVID vaccine that you don't hear about. Research has found that heart anomalies start to occur within 48 hours of the COVID-19 vaccine. Have you you looked up, if you haven't gone to X, looked up died suddenly. You have people, you have doctors, you have journalists, you have people on there, I just got my third COVID booster and they're done. Or hey, get your vaccine. They get their vaccine and they're gone. In my little town of Owasso, we have a nurse practitioner that was forced, didn't want to, but in order to keep her job, she was forced to get the COVID vaccine. She got the vaccine, was driving home that night, and died on the way home. Crashed her car because she died while driving. But you know what? They didn't didn't announce it as a COVID vaccine death. They announced it as she had a heart attack. Why do you think she had a heart attack from the COVID-19 vaccine? Pfizer. Pfizer. Pfizer, who is one of the biggest mass murderers on this planet, they hid nearly 80% of the COVID-19 vaccine trial deaths from regulators in order to qualify for the emergency use authorization. Now, this one surprised me because I didn't really think they tested it. I thought they just threw it on the market. Go for it. Take it. See how it goes. But no, they did test it. 80% of the people that died from this vaccine, they hid in order to get the emergency use authorization. Where, where in God's name is the repercussions from that? And why is it that if you take the vaccine, you when you sign that, you sign away all liability from Pfizer, from Johnson & Johnson, whoever else made it. Let's move on. So 
they're now finding out that they that the powers that be, the Fauci's, the Pfizer's, the Biden's, the Biden administration, the World Health Organization, they thoroughly studied ways to perverse your your thinking. Basically, they brainwashed you to get you jabbed, and that was putting doctors on TV and on radio and on the internet and paying them large sums of money to tell you that this vaccine is safe and effective, which it was neither. It was not safe. 17 million people died from this vaccine, and that's not including the millions and millions and millions of others who have had massive side effects from this vaccine, nor was it effective because the people that are getting COVID, the the majority of the people are vaccinated. But yet they're still out there promoting this BS. And people are still doing it. God bless it. The Pfizer COVID vaccine injected into billions of arms was not the same one used in the Pfizer clinical trials. They found that there was a bait and switch. So I don't know what to think about this. The original testing killed a bunch of people and they hid 80% of that from, from the regulators. So did they change that? to a more deadly vaccine? I don't know. But tell me that's that, how is that even legal? How did that get through? How did how why why is Pfizer not being held for I mean for mass murder? I I I at this point I don't know. The number one conspiracy theory Florida's Surgeon General has called for a halt to the use of all COVID-19 mRNA injections, citing safety concerns after discovery of billions of DNA fragments per dose in Pfizer's and Moderna's mRNA COVID vaccines. There are reports that people that have had multiple booster shots, their, their sperm has been replaced by a spike protein. They are now sterile. Women are now sterile. Why do you think myocarditis in children is on the rise? Doctors are like, I've never seen anything like it. Insurance companies are seeing a 40 to 50% increase in deaths of their clients suddenly. How many athletes have you seen collapse? How many performers have you seen collapse? Does anybody know of anybody that got a shot, a vaccine, and then suddenly collapsed and died? There's no such thing as a coincidence when it comes to this. This is this is the pandemic, is the mRNA vaccine. And now with this disease or pathogen or, or whatever it is, X, they're, they're going to put out a vaccine in 100 days? How do they even know what to... This, I'm so frustrated. This, we are actively being targeted. We are actively being targeted to be destroyed. This is the depopulation plan that Bill Gates has set forth. Bill Gates, who is the, uh, he's either the first or the second biggest fund funder. I mean, he's funding the World Health Organization. And those, the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, are all in allegiance with Bill Gates. Bill Gates is making a shit ton of money on this. Bill Gates is one for depopulation. He wants the Earth's population down to 500 million. 
But I guarantee you, it's not going to be his family that's going to be depopulated. It's going to be yours and mine. That's why I say you have a target on your back. You are a useless eater. You are you, Your carbon footprint needs to be eliminated. And it's the, it, it's the unelected bureaucrat, bureaucrats. Bill Gates, he's a computer nerd. When did he become a health genius? Dr. Fauci, he was on Capitol Hill. He basically said, yeah, social distancing, there was no proof that it even worked. It was just kind of implemented. Why is this guy not in jail? This guy made millions and millions and millions of dollars on COVID. Nobody looking into that? Good Lord. All right. Lastly, we're going to talk about this Miami. This Miami mall, Bayside Mall, Bayside Marketplace thing. It kind of left the news pretty quick. I mean, it was all over the news the week before, the week after I did the show on it. And now there's really nothing. But I did find something that makes a whole lot of sense. And, well, I'll let you listen to this from the source because she makes a whole lot of sense. Now, listen to this. Now, remember, if you didn't listen to last week's show, something happened at the Bayside Mall or Marketplace. Some people are calling it a mall. Some people are calling it a marketplace where literally 100 to 150 police cruisers Black helicopters are surrounding this mall. And there are multiple, multiple, multiple eyewitnesses that said something, that there were two people that took a black box, plugged it in, and it opened a portal. And there were multiple ten, 8 to 10-foot beings that came through this portal. And people started shooting. And you have police officers coming out saying, yeah, it didn't happen. You have people that weren't there coming out and saying it didn't happen. But there's people that were proven to be there that said there was something there. But this woman, this woman picked up on something. And it's really interesting. And I wanted to end the show on this. So listen to this. They put the coordinates in backwards. They, they reversed them. Listen, y'all, listen. The Miami incident, right, or at the mall. I was watching one of the victims, and he said that it seemed like a portal opened up, and all of a sudden these beings just came through. So it got me thinking, well, where did they come from? Well, they had to come through a portal. So just for shiggles, I went to Google Earth, went to the mall, got the coordinates, flip-flopped the coordinates, put that in Google Earth, and just to see where it would take me, it took me to the center of Antarctica. Do y'all remember what I was talking about, how there's an alien civilization in Antarctica living under that ice? Do y'all remember that? Because if not, let me remind you, there is supposedly a alien race living in Antarctica. And if they were trying to go to this alien base in Antarctica, they swapped the coordinates and ended up at the fucking mall in Miami. I'm tripping. Go to Google, find the coordinates for the mall, reverse the coordinates, and it will take you to Antarctica. And that sets up the topic for next week's show. My plan, unless something major changes, is I'm going to talk Antarctica because something's up with Antarctica. There's a lot of stories. We're going to talk about what Admiral Byrd said he saw and what is going on there. It's going to be an interesting show. So make sure you tune in next week. All right, that'll be the show this week. I want to thank you for listening. 
Again, my name is Tom Velasquez. You have been listening to the Paranormal Patriot. I will talk to you next week.